Welcome to the podcast edition of Coaching Through Chaos, bringing you what you need to succeed. Now, here is your host, Dr. Colleen Mullen. Hi there, and welcome back to my returning listeners. Dr. Colleen Mullen here to present you this week's edition of the Coaching Through Chaos podcast, bringing you what you need to succeed. I bring you interviews every week with guest experts who will inspire, motivate, and empower you. New episodes are launched every Tuesday with an article to go along with it on my blog at coachingthroughchaos.com. Today's guest is Afshin Khosravi. He's the CEO of Trilogy Integrated Resources. Trilogy has developed a resource website called networkofcare.org. Network of Care is a place to come for researching localized avenues of care, whether that's for mental health needs, medical device needs, employment, housing, and so many other resources that one might need in their life. I'm speaking specifically with Afshin this week regarding the veteran resources Network of Care has to offer. Sometimes the universe lets you know you're right on track. As I sat down to prepare for this episode, my local paper featured an article on the shortage of psychiatrists within the San Diego VA system. They mentioned that of our combat veterans seeking care in San Diego, 27% have a diagnosis of post-traumatic stress disorder, which is up from 18.5% just since 2010. And I'm sure this would be similar among any of our military-centered cities across the U.S., When thinking of other resources, I checked into what the VA is doing to help house our homeless veterans. It turns out that in 2010, an initiative was started to systematically end homelessness among our military veterans. Since that time, homelessness is down 33%, which is pretty fantastic, and it still leaves a lot of people needing housing. So whether it's housing resources, mental health care, medical care, or employment services, that's where networkofcare.org comes in. They're a hub for all these resources, and they're different than other resource repositories in that they have localized their resources across several communities in the U.S. We're just about to get into our interview with Afshin, but please listen to the after-interview part of the show where I ask you for your input on building my guest roster for future Coaching Through Chaos podcast episodes. Okay, let's give a warm welcome to Afshin Khosravi talking to us about networkofcare.org. You're listening to Coaching Through Chaos, your host, Dr. Colleen Muller, bringing you what you need to succeed. Today, I have Afshin Krozravi, who is the CEO of Trilogy Integrated Resources, and I'm here speaking with him regarding networkofcare.org. Specifically, we're going to talk about what they do for our veterans. Avshin, thank you for being with me today on the show. Pleasure. Can you tell me what is Trilogy Integrated Resources and talk about who they are and how networkofcare.org came out of there? Yeah, we, uh, the company Trilogy Integrated Resources is about 15 years old. Our work began as a consulting project for the Alameda and Sacramento County here in California in the field of aging and disability. 
We were charged with the responsibility to identify ways that could assist aged and disabled community uh, be able to navigate the service delivery system that is a maze that is basically not navigable due to lack of single source of funding. Uh, we identified that there were over 100 sources of funding coming from federal, state, local, public, and private. And they terminate to about 1,200 agencies at the local level. And these agencies only report to their funders. As a result, there was no single repository of all of these services organized in a way that my mom and dad could actually identify if dad is diagnosed with Alzheimer's. What are all the services that are available to that? Initially, we were thinking about combining funds and creating a large HMO and having it be a place where people can go through a no-wrong-door or one-stop shop to find everything. This is 2000, early on the life of the Internet, basically. And uh, so we presented to the board that the idea of combining resources and creating a large HMO is not possible because members of the boards of this organization are not going to let go of their positions and merge their funds and create one board. They understood and they said, but is there anything you guys can do that can assist these communities in our lifetime? And we said, sure. So we went back to a drawing board, work with all the stakeholders, social workers, case managers, family members, and individuals to see what is needed. What we find out is that although a comprehensive directory of services are important, they said, well, if you guys are building this, could you also build a repository of knowledge base so we can identify what is Alzheimer's, what are the medications for it? And they wanted a list of all the support groups, and they wanted to be able to advocate on their own behalf. And back then, there was no electronic medical record or personal health record, but they wanted to have a secure folder where kids and family members, members of the care team, can actually log in, enter information, and collaborate to support that, to have everybody have access to all of his meds, his insurance information, hospitalization records, or where does he keep things around the house. So we built that and launched it in 2001, in uh, August of 2001, for in the field of aging, and it was extremely successful. And we covered about 75% of California very, very quickly, and soon we realized that maybe consulting is not what we should be doing. <laughs> maybe we should focus on bringing information to various target population in the country and work with government, hands and glove, to make it happen. So we built our next product that was for mental health, and uh, that one was even better received around the country. And before we knew it, we were in 33 estates, and hundreds of sites were developed at the local level. It sounds like you were in development like right at the right time and found such a need for this, that you grew so fast. Correct. It was, there was a strong need for it. What was really amazing, which is still true, is that majority of, I would say, better than 99% of our county or state client not only didn't have a budget for it, it wasn't on, on their to-do list at all. So we had to show it to them. Then they had to believe in it and like it and see it as something that is needed in their communities. Then they had to go find the money for it. Then they had to convince all the stakeholders and go at risk to sign a contract hoping it would be 
successful and everybody would like it. Well, the good news is they were always right, and we have pretty much no attrition rate over the year. And we built six or seven other products before we built our veteran sites. And uh, the veteran sites came out of a request for the state of Maryland in partnership with associations of mental health directors, county mental health directors in the state of California. They called us and said, hey, guys, we, were, we had our mental health site in both of the states statewide. So they called us and said, guys, these are great. Our communities love it. But what we see now happening is that a lot of veterans are showing up at our doorsteps for mental health services and support. And we think that we are just scratching the surface. And what should really happen, there should be a site developed, dedicated to veterans, like the one you guys have done for mental health. And we said, okay. And they said, you know, if you guys are willing to do it, these two state organizations, they said, why we will fund the initial development of it. We said, okay. And we went to work and we start interviewing everybody. Basically, we work with wet to vet group, which is the advocacy training organization at the local level. We work with a mental health group, veteran organization. NAMI has a branch called Frontline. So we went actually to the people themselves rather than working with VA and DOD. We were going to see what it is that they really, really need. And then we work with veteran service officers, which are basically another front line where if you have to file a claim or if you want to know what you're qualified for. So we work with a lot of them to try to see what are the primary needs of a veteran in terms of information and in terms of connecting with the services and resources that might be helpful to them. It took us about a year and a half. We launched the first two sites in Maryland with Lieutenant Governor Brown and in California at the time I was Governor Schwarzenegger, who launched it with the members of the Senate and the Assembly in Los Angeles County. It was a successful couple of lunch, which fast forward now a few years or more later, we have, I believe, by population, our veteran sites covered about 25 to 30% of the nation. And it is one of our most successful sites. So that's how Network of Care came about and started serving the veterans in our community. Right, because there's this understanding or this assumption that veterans have to go through the VA. And so can you talk about how networkofcare.org tries to foster community-based relations for the veterans? Yeah, well, we basically, historically, across everything that we do, the idea of who's funding services for the target population we are trying to support is practically irrelevant to us. In other words, VA might have the most funding to support them, and we say, great, you know what, we're going to list all of your services for them. And DOD might have great services for them, and we say, that's fantastic as well, we're going to list all of that too. But we don't stop there because we know there's also a lot of support groups. There are a lot of after-hour shelters. There are a lot of training for single moms and on and on. So our goal is to basically create a most comprehensive set of local services, including the VAs and DODs and all the other government-sponsored services. But we don't want to stop there. So we might actually go deep to trying to identify employment resources that are only available in San Diego County for San Diego people. So if you're in San Diego, we want to find that. 
We are in San Diego and we want to identify emergency services and whether it's for disorder programs for behavioral health emergency services or crisis and referral desk for adult with mental health issues, or maybe it's just an outpatient clinic that you need to go if you're experiencing an episode. So on top of all of that, obviously, we also have the 800 number that you can call for VA and all the other ones. So we are basically an integrator. So we, we work with all sorts of organizations in an effort to make sure what we put forth is everything that we can find that can be used to our target population. I'm going to ask you some specifics about information you can find on your site. But in general, what kind of services does networkofcare.org offer a veteran? So basically, it is a website. Right, so we're not provider of any kind of direct services, except that if they reach us to uh, reach out to us and say, "Hey, I'm really in need of outpatient clinic. I'm in need of housing. I'm in need of employment," then we will we will actually try to help them with referring them to the agencies or resources available in their community. Outside of that, our website basically bring about six primary issues that we have identified local information for crisis intervention, information relative to the insurances that are available to them or subsidized programs that are available to them at the community level and the national level. It could be TRICARE. All housing resources available in a community, whether it be subsidized housing, hot housing, shelters, YMCA, every single way or every single resource that can put a shelter over their head will be listed under our housing resources. We list all the military services, so everything that is available to them at the various bases around them, whether it's libraries or religious services or support groups or hospitals. And we bring about employment resources. We have military spouse program that is a direct feed we receive from DOD. We work with Vet Jobs, which is a national nonprofit organization that brings about every single job that is specifically designated for veterans. We have our own job board that behaves kind of like Craigslist and counties or clients who wants to launch that, we'll launch it for them. And we also have a direct connection with Indeed, which is the largest repository of opening open jobs in the country. You can do a keyword search for your location. But where we differ from everybody else is that in a community, we also bring in every single service provider that can help them prepare for a job. So career counseling, career development, how do you prepare your resume, discrimination assistance, uh, crisis intervention, volunteer opportunities, job assistance, internship program, job interview training. So we bring all of these other resources that might help them with their interview and with procuring a position for themselves in a company locally. Wow. You were saying, though, that you don't provide direct services, but what you do provide is quite a valuable service to these service members by offering all this in one hub. Absolutely. This is actually something that both the VA and the DOD, Congress and Senate have been talking about for a long, long time and haven't been able to do it at the national level for a variety of reasons because this is something that needs to be done from the ground up, not from the top down. We actually go to these locations and we know the veteran service officers in San Diego County is Tom Splitgerber. We work with him to build the site so he knows who we are. 
So when in our veteran services section, we list his name and a veteran will call him and say, hey, I need help with this. He knows exactly how it happened. So, and that's what someone might do. They'd go to Network of Care. If they're looking for something, they'd go to networkofcare.org and they can connect with a representative in their community specifically and call up and say, I'm looking to connect with this kind of service. And their representative can connect them. Their the veterans, local veteran service officers can help them with that. And, or they can find it themselves. They can go to our service directory. And within the service directory in San Diego County, I believe we have a couple of thousands or so services in their community. And they could say, I'm looking for mental health services, and I'm looking for adult psychiatric inpatient or anxiety disorder screening. They find the organization, address, hours of operation, eligibility requirements, and they can actually call or email or go to their websites and connect with them. Or they can personalize it. They can save it into their electronic personal health record and be good with that. We have a library of about 30,000 articles that are designed to help them understand their issues. What is depression? What is PTSD? What are the treatments when you should call a doctor? What are the alternative treatments? Stories from others that have a struggle with these issues. We bring in every bill, both from the state and federal government, that deals with veterans' issues so they can advocate on their own behalf by emailing the particular committee, the entire floor, their own elected officials, and saying, I want you to say yes or no on this bill. Every link, we manage about 25,000 links for local, state, and national. Every assistive device built in a community, if they need to modify their home or if they are hard of hearing and they have a need with hearing aids, these devices are organized by function, so by use. So if I'm deaf and hard of hearing, I go to that category, deaf and hard of hearing, and try to find resources that can help me with my daily living. You're mentioning San Diego a lot. That's where I am. And we do have a large military population here. But how many states are working through Network of Care right now? That's a good question. I can actually look that up for you right now. We said something around, if I understood you correctly earlier, it was 30%? By population. So we have California, Colorado, Hawaii, Maryland, Montana, Nebraska, New Mexico, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Texas, and Washington. Not in all of these states, we are not a statewide, but in the um, majority of them, we, are, we have a site in every county. In some of them, we only have a site in a few or more counties. Wonderful. Yeah, this has been something we've worked on for a long time. The other thing we do, we work with all the other local organizations. So if they need technology solution, if there's any way they can adva- take advantage of what we have done. So, for example, there is a referral module that connects to our service directory and our personal health record. And uh, there is an organization in San Diego that does initial training and interview of the veterans before they are released from the base. It's the first of its kind in the nation. During that process, the veterans will complete a form. That form will automatically initiate a task to a local veteran navigator who will then reach out to them after they are released and say, I understand you anticipated having these needs. Let's get to it. Let me help you out, figure it all out. That's wonderful. Yeah, so we try to establish environments where we could start helping them before crisis. I think that's really key. When we have our veterans who are getting out of the hospital or getting out of treatment for whatever it may be, a lot of times they feel a bit lost. 
to know that someone could connect with them and say, hey, we already know that we're expecting that you'll have these needs. Let's get on it is something that can help them from getting like lost in the system or lost between the cracks because they just don't know where to start to advocate for themselves. That's a really valuable service. I've been working with military families for many years as a TRICARE provider in my private practice. And so I've seen a lot of needs and I've heard a lot of stories of when families move from base to base, the spouse needs to start somewhere with work. And I saw one of the features that you have on Network of Care is a military spouse employment partnership. Can you tell me what that is all about? Yeah, so we were, we've been approached by both, by both DOD and VA for, for many, many years for them to try to find a way to fund us nationally. And all proven to be very, very challenging, although they always wanted to do it. They couldn't identify a mechanism that could help them actually pull the trigger on it. So we were told that we have to get in the United States budget <laughs> for this to happen. In one of these interactions, we were working, I think it was four or five years ago, with DOD, where military spouse employment program was being released. So once we saw that, we asked if we could connect with them to the back end so we could list these jobs as they become available. And they were kind enough to say yes. So now we update this section regularly. And we don't do much really in this area other than giving you a brief description of what the job is and then sending you to a link to a page on the military spouse program where you can actually see the detail of the job and apply for it if you want. Oh, great. At least there's there's that, again, a nice little hub where they can go to start looking. Exactly. Our job is to provide them with access to what it is they're looking for and like if you look at San Diego or Pennsylvania, Philadelphia or Tennessee or wherever we are, you would see that there is at least almost in every one of these scenarios at least 100 partners involved to make a local site work. And that is why when they try to build a one national site, it doesn't work. We could not maintain a site in San Diego without the partnership with 211, with Department of Mental Health with Department of Aging, with Veteran Service Officers Group, with NAMI, with Red to Vet Program, with a Stand Down Program, with Able Data, with, I mean, the list is very, very long. And these are all need to be done this way because even if you do this once, 30 days from now, these are the partners that will tell you, hey, something has changed. We now have this program. Or something has changed. Now there is another shelter over here. There is no single organization that can manage this at the national level for all the little counties around the country. So you've essentially done what the government is looking to do. Yeah. As you've mentioned, they're looking from the top down, but you've already built this from the ground up. Correct. Can you tell us one more section on the website had RAP services, W-R-A-P. Can you tell us what that stands for and who those services are designed for? So yeah, Wellness Recovery Action Plan was developed by Mary Ellen Copeland, who is the Mother Teresa of mental health and behavioral health. She is a client herself, so she struggles with these issues herself. And years ago, she realized that what she really needs is the ability to track what's going on with her. 
and try to identify all that she needs to do to make her own life easier for herself. And so she created a 22-point binder or 22-page binder. What are my triggers? What are my symptoms? What do I need to do to cope with various issues? What happens when things go wrong? What is my crisis plan? And on and on. So we went and we met with Mary Ellen years ago. And we said, Mary Ellen, this is great. But And you do these workshops in Vermont or New Hampshire, I think. And every time you train 100 people. However, we have millions struggling with this issue. Would you mind partnering with us to create an online training for RAP? And then we build all the technology and we pay for the development of the training. And that way people can not only get trained wherever they are, they can also build their own RAP online and share their crisis plan with others. So when they come in contact with the first responders, be it the emergency room, fire department, police department, they're experiencing an episode, they can say, call Jimmy. Jimmy has my crisis plan. And they call Jimmy, and Jimmy says, you know, he's experiencing an episode. Do not give him Haldol. And hold on to him for 15 minutes. I'm going to come pick him up or something like that. Right. So RAP has been around for a very long time. It's probably one of the most successful behavioral health management by the individuals themselves. It comes from the consumer, customer, client's world, and uh, it is adopted practically by all provider communities, government sector, advocacy organizations, parent organization as the tool that will be helpful. Now, what is beautiful about Mary Ellen is that she also makes this available to everyone for free. So there is no other motive or agenda here other than trying to help people cope with their mental health issues and have a successful life in their communities. That's wonderful. So that's an online training that people can go to and and do through networkofcare.org. Right. There is also, for example, San Diego County have another program called the Wraparound. I was going to say I've actually worked with Wraparound Services for many years. Right. That is different than this one. But if you look at our mental health site in San Diego County, for example, you would see the whole section dedicated to Wraparound. I had thought it might be similar to that. And as you're talking about it, it certainly sounded like that. So Afton Krosravi, you're the CEO of Trilogy Integrated Resources, and we've spoke about networkofcare.org, which is such a comprehensive site that helps our veterans and they help so many other people. When you go to networkofcare.org, you'll find all that they have to offer. Afton, thank you so much for being with me today. Oh, it's my pleasure. Thanks for uh, inviting us, and I hope it was helpful to you and to your audience. It absolutely will be. Thank you. Take care. You're listening to Coaching Through Chaos, your host, Dr. Colleen Muller, bringing you what you need to succeed. Thanks again to Afshin Kozravi. CEO of Trilogy Integrated Resources, for bringing us networkofcare.org, where they seem to be bridging the gap between needing help and finding it. And I want to thank you, my listener, for continuing to come back and check us out. Our audience continues to grow every week, and I'm thrilled to say that even though we can still be found on some of the new and noteworthy pages on iTunes, which is really pretty cool since June, we've also moved into the What's Hot page of the health category. We're just so grateful for your continued support. 
wherever you're finding us. If you like what we're doing here, I'd love for you to leave us a little review to let others know that you like it. It will help the show stay on those fantastic upfront pages, and it means a lot to me to see your support. My goal here is to empower people through information, and I want to share that information with as many people as possible. I'm putting a call out for my next round of guests. You can find my post about it on coachingthroughchaos.com slash blog, priceofbusiness.com, and I'll be posting it on Twitter through the week. If you know someone with a helpful book, program, resourceful website, or product, definitely let me know about it. You can give me a shout out on Twitter at Dr. Colleen Mullen or email me directly. My email is drmullen at coachingthroughchaos.com. Next week, I've got a wonderful interview set up with relationship expert Joe Vim Whitcomb. He's talking to us about what he knows best, healthy relationship communication. If you've wondered what makes a healthy relationship, come back and check out this episode. As always, I want to thank Dr. B for all my audio engineering and BennettSullivanMusic.com for my theme music. If you're listening on a platform other than my website, remember to check out the accompanying blog post on coachingthroughchaos.com slash blog. And if you want to follow me between episodes, you can sign up for my mailing list at coachingthroughchaos.com slash podcast. And if you sign up for the mailing list, I'll give you a free copy of my ebook, Five Ways. It's 100 Tips for Living a Happier, Healthier Life. And that's my thank you gift to you. You can also find me on Twitter with the handle at Dr. Colleen Mullen, and I'd love to hear from you there. And you can also find me on Facebook at Coaching Through Chaos. I do hope you're having a great week. And if you've got chaos in your life, I hope you're finding your way through it. Take care.